This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. It's exactly quarter to eight. This insert, sponsored by Mana Health Products, the only 100% natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. Thursdays, we get to spend time with Wendy Christian, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solutions. Good morning to what I can only imagine is a lovely smelling <laughs> Wendy Christian. Good morning, Wendy. Good morning, Brad. <laughs> Thanks very much for that vote of confidence. I'm, trust, I'm trusting you so. there. <laughs> and, and, and anyone who's saying, Brad, that's rude. I could just I could just see my wife standing here going, that's rude. So well, there's a reason why I said what I said. Today we're tackling a bit of an unusual topic, aren't we, Wendy? Uh, and maybe one that people don't always like to talk about, but we're happy to complain about, and that's body odor. Yes, it is a it is a it is a very tricky subject, um, and also one that you know most people don't like to speak up about. You know, the people that are that are emitting the body odor are not always aware that they are, um, and the people that are exposed to that are not always wanting to say something about it. <laughs> and and if anyone's wondering why you're having this conversation with a, a wellness practitioner, because there's more to it than just you know he didn't put on some underarm roll on. You know, there's more to it than that, and and we need to tackle some some unusual sounding conditions that could be the reason for the body odor. So let's start with what makes that unpleasant smell, Wendy. So body odor happens when our sweat mixes with the bacteria on our skin. So we think typically, you know, of the underarms, but, you know, there's sweat glands all over the body. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the pores can emit um, different odors throughout the body. It's not just in the underarm section. Um, but the sweat itself doesn't have a smell. It ha- The smell comes when it mixes with the bacteria on our skin, and that's what can cause the different odors. Yeah, and I, and I, I suppose everybody's different. You know, there's some people who who, <laughs> who can be smellier than others. I suppose. Yes, it does differ and vary from person to person. Um, and you don't even necessarily have to sweat a lot to have body odor. It's 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 still any amount of sweat that connects with the bacteria that, that gives off that odor. So sweating is necessary. I mean, that's obviously a part of what we need to be doing. We've been designed that way. So I'm guessing the sweating part is not the issue. No, it's not the issue. So it is very necessary. If we didn't sweat, we'd have a problem regulating our body temperature and we wouldn't be able to eliminate toxins from our, from our bodies as effectively because the skin is one of the organs that is used to eliminate toxins. Hmm. So um, we we can obviously say, look, you didn't bath. You're not putting on something that could help you smell more pleasant. Uh, but then there could be some underlying complications or some health <clears throat> issues, and that's really what we want to shine the spotlight on this morning. To say, okay, fair enough. You know, there's there's a problem there, and and that's what needs to be sorted out. And you can't sort out a problem with some spray. No. So there are some medical conditions that could be an indication or there is some, some body odors that could be an indication of an underlying medical condition. So we shouldn't just write it off to poor hygiene. Uh, there certainly can be other things going on. So say, for example, if diabetics have raised levels of ketones in their bodies, um, and this can happen also for people who are following a ketogenic diet, so not just necessarily diabetics, but um, especially diabetics are, are more prone to developing this um, diabetic-related ketoacidosis. And so they get this, uh, these very high levels of acidity in their bodies, which causes a fruity body odor. Interesting. Um, so is that, is that something that, you know, how do we solve that? You, you might not, you know, if you're diabetic, that's, it, it's just what it is. Uh, is well, that, so what do you do? 
No, that's 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 not a it's not a it's not a good um, situation to be in. Oh, so okay. by managing, you need to be managing your your blood sugar condition. You don't want to be getting into that acidosis state. Um, and so if that is happening, then you need to seek medical attention. So um, is there any other thing that you could be struggling with, some other part of your body that's not functioning properly that's causing a toxic buildup that, that's, that's an issue? Yes. So if the liver or kidneys are not work- functioning properly and they're not able to excrete their um, byproducts, their waste products effectively, that buildup can cause us to have like a bleach smelling odor. Um, but again, this it, it would be an indication of an underlying medical condition, and so therefore seeking medical attention is very important. This is this is a quite unusual uh, conversation we're having, and and you you might find yourself in a situation where saying, actually, I've smelt that, or I've, I know that. Is that a sign of saying, okay, you just need to go and checked out, be checked out, or, or what are some of the other clues that we could look at? I mean, you don't want to say, well, that smells a bit bleachy. Could it be a toxic buildup from my kidneys? Well, yes, you see, that's the thing. You don't necessarily know. It would probably, there would be other symptoms that would probably accompany that. Um, but if in doubt, it's always best to go and have uh, have a medical checkup, um, have somebody look at you, you know, rather be safe than sorry. Um, and, you know, let it be nothing. And ch- you may maybe change some habits mm. or, or, you know, nip something in the bud sooner than with it landing up being an emergency. And we've spoken here about um, about diabetes and about uh, liver and kidney. But, I mean, is there anything really unusual that could be happening in your body that could really send off some massive alarm signals in the area of body odor? Yes. So there is a very rare condition called trimethyl aminuria. Okay, that's a mouthful. That right. <laughs> that's a mouthful. <laughs> Big mouthful. And that causes all the body secretions, so urine, sweat, um, everything to smell like rotten eggs or rock, rotten fish. So oh, it's no. a really unpleasant condition. Um, but there's no cure for this. So it is, you know, it's just one of those things and you just have to manage those those smells, um, you know, with personal hygiene products. Obviously, you can try and keep your body nice and alkaline, um, eating a good, healthy diet. But yeah, unfortunately, there's not really a lot that can be done for that. So what about the things we eat? Uh, can can that uh, cause uh, your body to have a different odor about it? I, I don't know why Absolutely. I don't know I don't know why broccoli has come to mind, but maybe that's on your list. <laughs> yes it does. So there's different types of smells, you know, there can be sweet smells, there can be sour smells, there can be sulfurous smells that our bodies emit. And certain foods will make those um or they would exacerbate those kinds of smells. Um, so your cruciferous vegetables, which is your broccoli, broccoli and your cabbage, and your allium vegetables, which are your garlic and your onions and your leeks and those kind of foods, are, are, are particularly bad for body odors. Mm. Um, and then you can also have like curries, especially very strong curries, and a combination of all those spices with the cumin um, and those kind of um, spices. They can and the seeds can definitely cause more body odor. And then caffeine and alcohol and also your MSG. Um, mm. A lot of your preservatives can cause body odors as well. So, I mean, good hygiene is obviously that sort of seems like number one, unless there's a massive issue that needs to be seen to. And then the rest is just, I guess, just monitoring it. I mean, everybody's going to have some garlic and onions and curry and some coffee. Um, so I guess it just comes down to get in the shower and spray what you need to spray. That's it. And moderation, you know, if you, if you if you know that garlic causes a lot, I mean, it depends on the, the volumes, of course, that we're eating. 
Um, and if you're eating it here and there, it, it will pass. You know, if you, if your body is working and functioning as well as it should, then, you know, you'll excrete those. It'll come out in the sweat and the breath and then everywhere else. And um, it should be, you know, gone within a day or two. Mm. But if if it's not, if it lasts a lot longer, or a couple of hours rather than a day or two, if it's lasting more than that, then it's time to think, okay, maybe something is not functioning as well as it needs to in the system. Maybe your liver is not detoxifying effectively. Maybe your gut is not as healthy as it needs to be. And so those kind of things can be investigated a little bit further. Um, Wendy, um I've been kind of browsing around a little bit, having a look at what's available at the at the chemist, you know, or in the the, the health shops and and whatever. And and you've got your regular sprays and roll-ons and the things that everybody knows well. But there's this kind of uh, I seen on the labeling, and I was looking at something uh, not too long ago where they're trying to eliminate uh, aluminium out of these things. So now you'll see more and more even recognized brands are saying you know aluminium free. So is, mm. is there is there an issue with the aluminium that more and more are now saying these are aluminium-free or more natural options? Yes. So aluminium is always a problem. It's a heavy metal, um, and it's very closely linked with a lot of your neurological um, disorders, so things like Parkinson's disease, dementia, Alzheimer's. Um, and so we, we do ideally want to be steering away from the aluminium so if we can choose aluminium free products all the better Mm. um, especially if there's risk for that you know if there's a genetic risk or if you know that there's family members that that struggle with those kind of things Um, and 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 looking for natural alternatives is is always a good idea because less chemicals that we can apply to our bodies if you think about it um, we we apply deodorant to our underarms which has got a, a really um concentrated amount of sweat glands so that 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 is an absorption area sort of a hot spot for absorption Uh and so we're applying a concentrated chemical to that area where it can potentially be absorbed faster than it would be somewhere else on the skin so if we can avoid those i think would be a good idea and just in closing what are some of the natural options we could look at then if one wants to steer away from from those so if you want to make them at home, you could use things like bicarb, um, apple cider vinegar or lemon juice. Apple cider vinegar and lemon juice can be diluted and you can just spray that onto your skin. Bicarb can be dusted on like a powder or it can be made into a paste. And then there are lots of natural deodorant alternatives. There's something um, called a, a crystal, a natural deodorant crystal, um, which has got no um, – it's actually a completely natural thing um, that helps to eliminate the odors. So, you know, you can also buy some of these um, deodorants that have got natural ingredients in them, like bicarb, for mm. example. Well, there you have it. And this is something you can listen to again. You want to share it with somebody. And maybe if you want to share it with them, tell them it's not because I think you smell funny. It's just because I think you really need to know. So uh, you can find that as a podcast <laughs> later on today on our website, kpulpa.co.za. I don't think I've said the words body odor so many times in a 10 minute space. But sometimes it's necessary, and uh, it's always great to have these special conversations with Wendy Christian, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. Wendy, always a pleasure. Many thanks to you, and have yourself a really special Thursday. Thanks, Brad, and you too. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.